Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Jeremy Rutherford is our Blues Insider from The Athletic. Does a great job for us, and I believe yesterday, with the Blues having a day off, made his way over to Coors Field for a Rockies game. That must have been pretty fun. Uh, JR, good morning. How you doing? Yeah, good. Real good. Real good off day yesterday. Spent uh, the afternoon with Chris Kerber over at the Rockies game. Love it. And did the Rockies win? They did, 5-3, to three, and I think it was the first time they beat the Giants in like their last 13 tries. Wow. I think they had an 0-12 against them before yesterday. That's great. Now, uh, Matthew and I just put on our Cronky Sucks t-shirts. Michelle has hers, and I understand that you have a little uh, Stan Cronky info for us. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, when you go into the ball arena, guys, every single time, uh, every day, you have to uh, go on your phone and take a COVID questionnaire just to explain that you don't have COVID. Well, every time I go in there, the question says, did you take your temperature today? And I said, no, and I failed. And the lady standing there at the gate, she said, you have to lie. You have to say, yes, you took it so you can get through. And I thought to myself, what kind of operation are they telling you to lie so that you can make something happen? And (laughs) Kerber and I looked at each other and said, Oh, yeah, we're at Stan Kroenke's house. No wonder. (laughs) And you know what's amazing? This is a little narcissistic. That literally is Stan Kroenke's house. Yeah, it's it's amazing. He's he's got like a 5,000-foot condo at the top of Ball Arena. He does. You uh, you walk past it when you go to the press box, and I did hear that he was there for, uh, for game one. So, you know, I felt a little slimy. Oh, yuck. Gross, JR. Well, let's look back on game one. It wasn't the best outing for the St. Louis Blues. What adjustments do you think that they need to make as we head into game two tonight to uh, even the series 1-1? Yeah, Michelle, I think they're going to have to switch up the lines. They're going to have to go away from that Thomas, Tarasenko, and Bucinevich line that was so great down the stretch. They just haven't had any magic in these playoffs. I realize that Tarasenko did have that natural hat trick in the Minnesota series, and you know that was a big deal. Uh, but as a line together, they just haven't done it. So uh, Craig Bruby yesterday, he acknowledged that they uh, are thinking, contemplating going back to 12 forwards, six defensemen, which they haven't done in their last four games. So I would expect that that's a possibility. And I definitely think that we're going to see some different line combinations here at the morning skate in a couple hours. Why do you think that that line has been generally neutralized so far, JR? Yeah, I think it's a couple things. And, you know, Craig Bruby making no bones about it, Michelle, he said, you got to be willing to work. And for whatever reason, uh, that line hasn't been able to make the plays. And uh, yesterday I, I put together a piece that's up at The Athletic today that has a couple highlights from that line. And the video shows it, you know, going into the zone, just not making plays for each other and, uh, and playing connected. So, uh, you know, Robert Thomas had that long point streak. But since then, he hasn't been the creative playmaker that we've seen. And, and you know, while Buchnevich, I think, is – doing some good things he just hasn't scored he doesn't have a goal in the playoffs and 
you know, you're talking about a guy who was a 30-goal scorer. So uh, just a tough go for him in the playoffs in that line together. JR, if the Blues do go with 12-6, and six, you've got uh, Logan Brown and you've got Nadub. So <laughs> who is in at forward and who would be out defensively? Yeah, it's a little bit hard to read just because they've been going back and forth uh, with their, their line rotations. You know, Nate Dub's been in there a few times. There you go, Michelle. And, uh, <laughs> and, Jeez, JR, uh, don't encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> and Logan Brown's in there at times. Logan Brown hasn't been in the playoffs yet, so if I had to, you know, fire to the stove here, you know, I would think that Nate Dub could be in there just because uh, he's, he's played in this postseason. Uh, but maybe they took a, a, take a look at Logan Brown. We'll see. And then defensively, I think it's a, it's a pretty good – you know, question here because, uh, you know, do you go with Scott Brinovich? I'm sure he's going to be in there because of uh, his power play and, and what he's meant to that top unit. So that would mean that uh, Mikula or, or Rosen would uh, would come out. So I, I would think that it'd be one of those two, you know, if he had to pick. Rosen's been good with Falk at times, but I think he's also had some uh, times where he didn't look so good. So possibly him. And JR, the Blues are still talking about Tory Krug, saying maybe. I thought when he left the ice in that game, I, th- I thought, man, that's a season ender. What are you hearing from inside about uh, about Tory Krug? Yeah, you know, when uh, we asked Craig Ruby that question the other day, he said that he was maybe a possibility for the series. But I believe Chris Kerber told uh, BK and Froyo yesterday that he doesn't expect to see him in this series. I really do think that this is, you know, not a serious injury you know, that requires surgery, but I, it's something that I think is going to keep him out a couple of weeks from, from when he left the lineup. So, you know, I wouldn't anticipate seeing him. He is out here doing the rehab, according to Craig Bruby. So we'll see where that goes, but I don't expect him anytime soon. That's a bummer, JR. Well, we saw just how fast the Colorado Avalanche were in game one. How do you think the Blues contain that speed? Yeah, it's tough. And so you got to look at it two different ways. And from the point uh, of the game the other night, I said, look, they're not going to win if they can't contain the speed because they just keep coming at you. They're unlike any other team, guys, when they get the puck, where they just uh, you know come set up shop and, uh, and start throwing the puck at you from every different direction. And, you know, McKinnon can beat you around every single corner. But I will say this, and this is what I touched on in the story today, is you have to have better puck play because if you're turning the puck over in the neutral zone, if you're not playing connected in the offensive zone, all you're doing is feeding the Colorado Avalanche. And that's why they came at the Blues you know, so hard and so often the other night because the Blues just didn't have the good puck play. So sure, Colorado's got the speed. And if you can't contain it, you're going to have no chance against them. But you're not even giving yourself a chance if you just keep feeding them the puck. So that's going to be the difference tonight. The Blues are going to have to get established in the offensive zone, you know, get the four check, create some zone time, or else the game's going to be in the Blues defensive zone all game. How realistic is it to think that the Blues could shut down Landeskog and McKinnon and Rantanen like they basically did the other night? I don't think so. And O'Reilly and his line did a great job. We knew that they could handle that assignment. And, and you know, kudos to uh, Jared Bednar, the Colorado coach. He's just going you know, straight, straight against that line, that O'Reilly line. Uh, but, you know, if, if the Colorado Avalanche are going to get goals from, you know, guys like Gerard, who hasn't had a great season, and, and Manson, then they can keep rolling like that, Randy. So uh, I don't think it's possible to hold those guys down, but I think O'Reilly, Perron, uh, Shen, those guys are doing a tremendous job, so we'll see. JR, Jordan Bennington was unbelievable in game one, stopped 51 shots in that game. Do you think the performance that we saw from him is sustainable, though? Yeah, not not uh, not like that. Like um, I think he can play that way, but the Blues can't, you know, give up 40, 50 shots. And if you add up all the shot attempts, I mean, including the blocks and the miss, 106. So, no, that's not 
sustainable. You know, I think he played uh, really well, and you got the whole debate about the uh, the hit post. Gosh, I never knew that that was such a <laughs> you know hot button hot button topic. Uh, but uh, saw that uh, on the reply replies the other night that people think that you know you hit the post that's luck or you know that's a great play by Jordan Bennington because he's got it measured perfectly. We'll see. But no, he played great. But you know, if we're looking at even seventy, eighty combined shot attempts by the Colorado Avalanche, I mean, I just don't see that how something like that can play over a few days. Hey, JR, as an aside here, I, I always watch other teams and I wonder who would be smart and have the cap money to sign Ville Husso as an unrestricted free agent this offseason. You watch Edmonton play, and they've got Koskinen coming off the books at $4.5 million. If I'm the Edmonton Oilers, th- my top priority is to go out and get a guy like Ville Husso. That's been the number one team, I think, on everybody's list who talks about Ville Husso and where he could go if he indeed goes to unrestricted free agency is the Edmonton Oilers. And you saw it last night. Look, they lose that game 9-6 to six to Calgary. And, you know, Mike Smith gave up, what, two in the first minute, three on the first nine shots. It's just that Edmonton goalie situation has just been a mess for a long time. And, you know, we still don't know that Huso is going to be the answer playing 60 games or 55 games for a team, but he sure looks the part. And uh, he sure looks the part much better than what uh, Edmonton's been trotting out the past few years. And for those of us that watch hockey and consider it, uh, and this is something that Bob Plager always told us, right? Hey, if if you're noticing a guy and he, that number just keeps popping up over and over again, regardless of whether he's scoring or not, that's important. And man, whether he's scoring or not, Matthew Kachuk always winds up showing up in a game. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a- it's amazing. I was at dinner last night with Lou Korak of the NHL dot uh, com, and he said, "Man, it's going to be fun covering him in a Blues uniform in a couple of years." <laughs> it is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Jr. Have a great day in Denver. We will be tuned in tonight, and we will talk to you soon about. Well, we'll we'll see you on uh, on Saturday as the Blues try to take a two one lead in this series. Yeah, we'll see you guys Saturday, and I'll get ready to go lie on my questionnaire again today. <laughs> hey, they encourage that. That's the that's how the, that's how they roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. I couldn't do anything but laugh. It was so funny. It's funny. All right, JR. See you later. Thanks. Take care. That's our Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN. Seems like standard practice over there. Just lie and you'll get what you want. Yeah, it seems like it's worked in the past. I that love guy. that they're telling opposing media, just lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely remarkable. And that probably comes from the top. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.